I now call this meeting of the Amateur Detective Club to order. I'm Tyler Riley, cop and a half. I'm Melissa Maley, the spy. I'm Tristan Miller, the saucy sleuth. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash ADCpod and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash ADCpod. performed by the incomparable Ian Holm. We are going to be covering that in a few weeks, um, so look for that episode. It is a long book, and you will get your money's worth, or your free credit worth. It's 24 hours, this book. Oh, boy. Maybe you listen to it all at once. Yeah. And just make a day of it. Take a bath <laughs> as you're listening. <laughs> Take I don't a 24-hour <laughs> bath. Get all sorts of pruny. Well, I mean, you know, that's one thing you can do as part of your your day-long excursion to listen to this book. Maybe I'll do it. I'm not going to. Mm. Not I will fall asleep because I'm 100 years old. No, let's do it, <laughs> Melissa. Like, we'll get on a Twitch stream and we will just listen together <laughs> for 24 hours straight. No, I don't have uh. a bath anymore. So I'll stand in the shower. <laughs> I'll get a chair. I'll get a lawn chair. I'll put folding chair sit in the shower perfect Ooh, or get like yeah. a lawn chair and an umbrella and just like sit like you're sitting in the rain yeah <laughs> i mean water is free in new york i don't have to pay for that that's right <laughs> well water has more water's more free than black people rude oh. <laughs> i mean you're not wrong you're not wrong Whew. Really Sorry brought to the whole, water. <laughs> just screeching to a halt. So what are we uh, talking about today? <laughs> we are, we are talking... back at it with Poirot, episode mm. two of series number five, the episode entitled The Underdog. Underdog, underdog. Who watched the cartoon? Me. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. I mean, it's a dog. We've all seen it. And it's, of course. It's like... <laughs> of course. Of course. It's a dog with a cape. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Underdog. Did... Um, Hong Kong Fooey. No, Hong Kong Fooey. Uh, Penelope Pitstop. Obviously, the Jetsons and the Flintstones. Oh, uh, his name was Muttley, but what was the show he was on? Ooh. I do not recall. Dick Dastardly was like the... Was it Catch the Pigeon? Was no, that, that was um, Penelope Pitstop. Um, was that? I believe so. Anyway. Okay. They were on Wacky Races as well, which is where I first really mm. knew them. American Speed Racer, if you will. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, so this uh, show stars David Suchet as Poirot. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, it does. <laughs> Hugh Fraser as Arthur Hastings and Pauline Moran as Felicity Lemon. Mm, hate to be that guy, but so, it's Captain Arthur Hastings. I He's Captain. <laughs> Crunchitize me, Captain Hastings. Good lord. Good um, lord. 
my. I want his face on a button that says, good <laughs> I'm Lord. I'm sure you can find one. I'm sure they're available somewhere. Um, so, <clears throat> um, this starts out in a, in a science lab. He's working in the lab way late one night. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's no union. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, sure. I make that joke every Halloween and you are the first person to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so we see the, this man whose name I don't know and we don't know for a little bit. It's Troifus, Troilus and Cressida. I honestly was like, if nobody says this in this episode, I just, I'm going to have no clue on how to pronounce this. They do okay. say it once. In the episode, and it only happens once, and I already forget how it's pronounced. So your guess um, is as good as mine. It's okay. And I don't have a guess, so. Trifus, played by Bill Wellius. Horace Trifus, which sounds like habeas corpus. It's not Richard uh, Trifus? La- no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, about how there's this new advancement in technology, um, and that's the opening scene. That's like the pseudo cold open, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, then and- then do we go to Poirot? Yes, and Miss Lemon is is uh, furthering her occult studies in this episode. <sighs> Uh, not well. Not exactly. I mean, to be fair, hypnosis is used by psychologists. Psychologists. It's just on the like. It can be misused by amateurs, and it's one of those things in psychology that everyone's like, "But does it? Is that really, really, really?" I say yeah. hypnosis. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> so Miss Lemon is trying to hypnotize him, and then Arthur Hastings busts in and is like, "Oh, hello! Uh, <laughs> do you want to go to this dinner while I play golf?" And uh, Poirot is like, "Oh yeah, sure, that sounds great." And Miss Lemon's like, uh, "I'm working here." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And. Hastings is like, mm, well, I had to talk to him, so I guess you're not. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Poirot gets very excited, and we find out that oh. the reason that he's excited to go so have good. dinner with this man very solid line. is because he has the best selection of Belgian miniatures. And what makes them so superior to other miniatures? They are the biggest. <laughs> Which is such a solid, such a solid line. Oh, it's so good. You gotta that love one it. did make me laugh out loud. It's so fun. There's a couple little moments like that in this episode with some very solid writing. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, uh, they're going to this estate for the captain's plate. Yeah, it's like a golf tournament, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Sounds very golfy and British. Uh, yeah. So they they're staying at a hotel, right? First. Yes. They check in at a hotel. No. And yeah, that's right. Uh, doesn't Poirot have twelve and Hastings has thirteen? Yes. 
I don't know why that I, that stuck in my mind. Yeah, no, no, no. I it, me too because it's like those because usually I'm in like room four zero three two or something mm-hmm. like that. Not. <laughs> yeah, and I I'd, I'd um, like to think that they had like an adjoining suite. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so, so so like in Shit's Creek, so that they could just barge in and chat with each other. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and you don't have to bleep that because that is the name of the town. Yeah. Oh, I'm aware. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about it for a second. I was like, oh, no, no, that gets a pass. Yeah, right. Um, but we forgot a scene. Uh, there's a scene between these two things, and that's the someone breaking in to uh, Trufus's office. Mm-hmm. with him there and him like fending him off yeah that's the opening scene i thought you mentioned that no i did not no oh okay that's a Sorry. that's a very important part yeah <laughs> my bad i would part. i thought you had said it or else i would have stopped this before we moved on sorry <laughs> all good um yeah i'm glad we caught it now yeah so we and we see and then this the guy. whole place goes up in flames yes yes uh, uh, christian bale from newsies comes in and he <laughs> And he burns the place to the ground. And he's like, I'm going to close these gates and seize this information (laughs) and point it to the ground. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then he's like, no, you saw. You didn't seize it. Oh, Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, we go to we go to the home of Reuben Astwell. uh, And he sucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They they do a very murder she wrote thing of like, hey, hey, do you hate this guy? Do you hate him yet? Do you hate him yet? How about now? Uh, one thing that Poirot is really not uh, okay with is that he has all these miniatures, but he doesn't care a damn about any of them. Oh, no, he doesn't. Yeah. He, he doesn't give a toss. Right. And he's like, he does, he's it's like Poirot tries to engage with him about it. And he's like, I, what, I don't, what, I forgot I had them. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just bought those because, you know, mm-hmm. they looked good or money or something. I yeah, think it was uh, an investment. He got it at a very, very low price mm-hmm. and he bought it so that he could turn a profit on it. Right. And yeah. He, at it, some point. He says something insulting about them, too. Uh, he's like, I don't care if the next buyer burns, like, oh, yeah. melts them down and, you know, melts them down for scrap. Yeah. I just want to make money off of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, of course, leaving Poirot absolutely Missed. horrified. Uh, yeah. Um, and then there's a scene with uh, the secretary, right? Mrs. Uh, Musgrave? Yes. Yeah, Lily. 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 Lily Musgrave. Uh, and she, yeah, she's trying to, she's sneaking around. In the, she's snooping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he uh, catches her and she's like, oh, uh, Lady Astwell thought that she left her glasses in here. Mm-hmm. And, and like hogwash. Because yeah, she stupidly, like, there's like a paper like lying on the ground, like right <laughs> underneath like the file folder. I'm like, girl, look around. Yeah. She doesn't do a good job uh, of lying or uh, snooping. So, so he pretty much fires her on the spot. But like, yes, she, yes. But like, stick around this weekend. We do need your help this weekend. But after that, mm-mm. you're out of here. Yeah. Um, and then he puts the files she was looking at. 
in a safe behind a self portrait, not a self portrait, a portrait of himself that is done in such a fun style. Like it's the aesthetic of the show, like the opening credits, and it's so goofy. And I did laugh out loud because he does push a button on his desk Mm -hmm. and it opens. And it's one of those things of like, if you're trying to hide it, why would you put a button? Why isn't the button hidden? Right. Because like someone's going to see that button and just want to smash it. Yeah. It's like, it just looks like a button. It doesn't look like a a goofy, you know, or like hidden. It's not like Batman's like a hidden in a, in a bust or anything. Might as well have put like right on top of the button. Yeah. Someone's going to smash that like button. That's right. You are full of them today. Wow. It's very fun. (laughs) You can tell by the amount of laughing I'm doing. Yes. Um, Funny things are funny and make people laugh. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. And then they have dinner, right? They go to dinner. Yes. And... um, we should, well, as we talk about the guests at dinner, we, um, so there's Lily, mm-hmm. there's, uh, Nancy, who is Lady Astwell. She's super nice. Yeah. Very lovely woman. Um, both Hastings and Poirot are there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of course, Richard at no, it, what's his name? Mr. Astwell? It's not Richard, it's... Uh, it's Reuben. 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 And his brother Victor right. Astwell. And we saw in a previous scene um, a squabble between the two brothers at the factory after uh, they found out about that nighttime fire. Right. Um, and it's... The file that Lily was trying to snoop at and that the brothers kind of squabbled over are plans for, like, this thing called astroprene. Yeah, which is a faux rubber compound. Yes. That has, like, the strength of steel, apparently. So it's... And it's very durable. Yeah. And then we also... Go ahead. No, that's okay. We're coming up on wartime, so... Yeah. Yeah, and so there's clearly a market, which we get to in this scene. And then there's also his cousin. His nephew, Charles. Yeah, Chucky. An allowance from Reuben because his father died. Um, Yeah, we later find out that it was basically his inheritance. Yes, uh, that's being doled out. Yeah, like little by little. So... He was put mm-hmm. in trust of his uh, uncle was put in trust of that because, you know, he was like, my son doesn't really know what to do with himself. He's so. also like in his 20s. So like, yeah, he's a full adult. Yeah. Well, I who now wants to be a professional golfer. But I was actually making the opposite point of like he's in his 20s. He's he, if he would receive a lump sum, he would have blown through that. No, that's true. Yeah. But like, he is an adult. Like, it's yeah. one of those, uh, I, I mean, I guess it's a better idea to uh, give him the allowance, but it causes mm-hmm. complications as well. But Charles and Reuben also have a, a quarrel. Yeah. Before the dinner. Um, he has a fight yeah. with everybody in this. Yeah, he's not, he's a very agitated 
man, Reuben. He's very boorish. Mm -hmm. Um, But we also have Parsons, who's the butler, and then a maid whose name I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember the name of her either. She's yeah. in the end, like she's in a couple up right now. Um, Gladys. Um, Great. So they're all sitting at dinner, and Reuben is like, "There's a lot of money to be made in war. I've got a lot of things that I could do. I'm gonna sell." And everyone's like, "This is very distasteful." Yeah. Poirot especially because he uh, has fought in World War One and he's like I can see I've seen firsthand what the the armies of Germany can do and uh, d- don't be so flippant about it and don't say that they're gonna conquer Belgium Belgium first that's very rude yeah <laughs> yeah it's been incredibly rude to me he's the kind of guy who like right now would be sitting around being like well you know there's a lot of money in vaccine research and. I mean, if some people are, like, sure, some people are going to die of the virus, but whatevs. Um, as long as I can make a buck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Early. Mm-hmm. And Charles Poirot and Hastings go out to the golf club to have a drink. And they find out that Charles hates Reuben and he calls him a bully and a liar. Yeah. He's pretty drunk. Yeah, he's very, he's very toasty. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, at some point, Lily goes out into the garden and speaks with Christian Bale from Newsies. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and then and a, a piece of fabric tears off of her dress and lands on a branch. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And then Victor and Lady Astwell have a have a row with Reuben. Yeah. And then Charles comes back and is gonna have a row with Reuben also, because everyone everyone everybody hates Reuben. Um and then he's like, oh, no, jeepers, good. And then <laughs> you hear a thump, and he's like, well. <laughs> yeah. And Parsons, the butler, sees all of this. Yeah. Uh, and as uh, Hastings and Poirot are leaving, mm. both of them, they have a little debrief with each other, like, whoa, that was an <laughs> unpleasant evening. I'm... Yeah. I wish I hadn't gone. Yeah. Yeah. They don't normally do that. No. They, they're generally very polite, even post dealing with nasty people. Yeah. Like, wait till you guys get back to your bedrooms. Yeah. Just open the door and talk about how unpleasant it was. <laughs> I say, Poirot, wasn't that man absolutely ghastly? Ace things I am trying to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, and so everybody comes back in the morning because uh, it has been discovered that I, Ruben Astwell has been dead. It has <laughs> <laughs> been a deadening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, he is. Uh, the like, Gladys finds his body and drops his morning tea and shrieks as. 
there want to do. And immediately, um, a hearse more like up. Mattis. Mm. Because her name is Gladys. Oh, okay. And she's mad about yeah. the murder happening. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Tristan. <laughs> I don't understand. Um, I don't. I don't understand the joke and also why you would make it. <laughs> By the way, uh, on My Brother, My Brother and Me this week, Travis made uh-huh. a something him, I hardly know him joke. And I'm you like, loved it. Has, uh, has Travis just been talking to Tristan too much? Is that what's going <laughs> yeah. on? Get, getting some insp- inspiration from, from uh, his new buddy, Tristan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's a shame. Like it's amazing how well that show is doing after they appeared on our show. I know. Yeah. You know. Um... <laughs> and on Trist, I know on Tristan's show. Uh... <laughs> We're really putting those McElroy boys on the map. Yeah. Yeah. Like who would have thought? <laughs> yeah. It is great with great humility that we recognize our accomplishments uh-huh. here at Amateur Detective Club. Yeah, it's good. Uh, launching, uh, launching unknowns. Uh, that's so funny. We lo- we love to boost them up. Yeah, give uh, a kid a chance. Yeah, give a kid a chance. Uh, they have they they have families. Yeah. Got a maximum. Yeah, join fun us dot. on Twitter at <laughs> Give the Kids a Chance. That's the hashtag. <laughs> Bring the ladies back. Give it kids a give the kids a chance. Take a uh-huh. chance. Take a chance. Um so uh immediately the press shows up mm-hmm. as well. Because it's a big fuss, because this guy owns a huge company. He's a well known businessman. Yeah. And then um, we are examining the murder scene, and Hastings and Poirot are already there. Yeah. Yeah. And Hastings says something amazing, like, I guess I can't play in the golf tournament. Yeah, and Poirot's like, yes, anything else would be bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, show a little respect (laughs) for this awful person who's been killed. Uh... So, so at a certain point during this whole kerfuffle, uh, Charles goes into the bathroom to clean some blood off of himself, and Gladys walks in on him, and they're like, uh, 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 and then- Yes, because he's washing blood, not doing anything with himself. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing in the bathroom for so long? <laughs> Just washing off blood, dear. <laughs> oh, is that all? Oh, is that all? That's fine, then. As long as you're not doing anything naughty. <laughs> God can forgive you of murder, but not wastefulness, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, uh, truly skating the line this episode can't have you going blind love <laughs> lord knows we can't afford spectacles for you <laughs> you're working in the factory we're really out this character <laughs> uh, 
Oh, I love that cutscene, exclusive only to us at Amateur Detective Club. Oh, yeah. And so he bolts for it. He, Charles, is running through the woods. They got bloodhounds they're running after. Yeah, he doesn't just bolt. He, Usain bolts it out yeah. of there. Like, he is like... Even Jesse Owens is like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because, of course, the police find out that he has had a fight with his uncle, and now he's he's pieced out, and uh, they... It's like, oh, well, that seems suspicious, I guess. Yeah, he's literally been caught red-handed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I love, like, how the cops were just, like, that one officer was like, get in the cars! Like, with no explanation of what is going on to any of the officers around them. They don't know where they're going. And because he, like, he doesn't even get into the front car. Like, he gets into, like, the middle yeah. of, <laughs> of the pack car. Yeah. Like, nobody knows where we're going but you. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, um, and everyone's running through, and including Hastings, and they finally catch up to him, and Hastings just looks winded. <laughs> he is like, Pfft. and he gives a very forlorn look to Charles because they were friends-ish. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, they were actual friends. They were actual right. friends, which is how they got invited. Yeah. To the dinner. Correct. Yes. And so then he gets arrested, obviously. Mm-hmm. And they don't talk to him for a while, do they? No, I don't think so. No, they so. don't talk to him for a while. Yeah, it's they... a shame that Charles isn't in charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh... It's a TV show reference. Mm-hmm. Of our days and our lives because he murders. Um... If <laughs> I was gonna say, if you have a gun, you're in charge of everybody's life. When you think about it, <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, they go in and they Poirot starts his investigation in earnest, um, and they hypnotize. He brings Miss Lemon in to hypnotize Lady Astwell, and it works. Yeah, and they get some, uh, except for like Lily. Oh, who clearly doesn't want it work oh yeah she's like talking over the whole thing she's like, like do you just leave the room well yeah i mean yes but she clearly is trying to sabotage uh-huh. it. No. right like get it they should have shushed her out they should have been like mm-hmm. um, yeah, very suspicious but they learn through this that not only um are victor and lady astwell in love uh which is salacious and mm-hmm. apparent nasty. from the get-go um, that there was someone behind the curtain in the office. It's all very Hamlet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I suppose it is, isn't it? Uh-huh. Oh. Uh. Oh. In love with the brother? Uh, someone behind a curtain? Well. Behind a curtain. Yep. Family drama. Yeah. Uh, a, a, and then it all falls apart from there. But those two things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, like uh, Poirot gets to the point where like he like straight up asked like who the murderer was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like she's struggling and like it seems like she's like getting to like she's getting somewhere in her mind. And Lily just shouts and disrupts it. And she starts to like come out of hypnosis because of. Lily. Yeah. Yeah. 
there's way too many people in this uh, room for the hypnosis. 100%. And um, she also says that it's not Charles. Right. Right. And he's like, but why? And then that's because, you know, because of the curtain. Because he was out. He was mm-hmm. with Poirot and Hastings. He has right. a solid alibi. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then from there, we see Lily going to the hotel. Yeah? Yeah. To drop off. Yeah? Yeah, to drop off a package. Okay. For uh... Christian Bale and Newsies. Yes, but Tristan, when I asked me what his name was. What's his name? Mr. Naylor. I hardly know her. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> Which, that one actually works as well. Yeah, yeah. that one actually yeah, works. Too naughty again. <laughs> <laughs> it's different characters. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> More like Mattis, am I right? Because she's mad about that murder. I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, Hastings sees this yeah. and like watches it and like mm. actually gathers some valuable information. Yeah, which is wonderful. I know. Uh, I, I, Poirot seems way less surprised than I would have been <laughs> under the circumstances. <laughs> Poirot's just like, mm, mm, very nice, Hastings. Thank you. That's very good. Um, I don't know what that accent was, but you know, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. so, uh, yeah, so, uh, Hastings does something right for once. Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah. And, um, I mean, but it, like, it was like the most Hastings way to find information. He's following a woman, a very attractive woman <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> that looks like Isabel from Animal Crossing, but yeah. And then Poirot is investigating the dining room. No, Poirot yes. investigates the dining room. Yeah. He's going to go talk to Parsons to get the um, story about Charles. And they're in the dining room. And Gladys cuts herself on part of a knife that is sticking out of uh, the, the table. table. And Poirot's like, and he gives her the napkin, a napkin, her, his handkerchief, and then she, you know, they they go take care of her. And Poirot is like, hmm. And then you get the scene where Poirot and Hastings meet up and share information. Uh, but before that, Hast- um, Gladys returns and is like, oh, I'll have your handkerchief watched. And he's like, no, actually, I'll take that back. Yep. I'll take so it with the blood, the bloody- please. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was so confounded as to what he was going to do with this because like we're yeah. not we're not in like DNA times. I'm going to produce a, cl- a clone of you, <laughs> so you can yell at Ace. You can yell at Ace things about this time in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, we're having some fun here, folks. Um, <laughs> Unlike the I other episodes, this re- like I wish I recorded this meeting, like the video. Oh, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> um, I was like, we are recording. It's a podcast. God, I hope we're recording it. Ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> but they go back to their hotel and to discuss the evidence. Um, and then, for some reason. They, they speak with Gladys, right? 
at the Astwell's estate. And then for some reason, he said Poirot says something to her that makes her just like up and leave right away. I'm a little fuzzy on this too. Yeah, uh, at, at some point, he does convince Gladys to let him see Lily's dress because he's found that piece of fabric. Yes, that's the confrontation. Yeah. Um, and he confronts her with that and then the, the napkin and the napkin, the handkerchief and then um, the file thing. Like He alludes to that and she's like, and she runs off to a bus um, and Hastings is like he he's she's gonna go to this place because he looked it up exhibition road yes for the um under the the reservation at the hotel mm-hmm. and so they go to exhibition road and they find um christian bale from a movie where he plays a scientist because he no longer has the hat right which is what i should explain the reason he's from newsies he is a newsboy cap um <laughs> I, I, I know that both of you understand what <laughs> yeah. I should have explained that 20 minutes ago. <laughs> um, but he says he... Get uh, on our level, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he says he, he came up with the formula. Um, ravioli, the ravioli, show me that formuloni. Um, yeah, yeah, for the rubber. And the reason he... Okay, so he takes this dress because he's found the piece of fabric. So he takes... Uh, he gets Gladys to show him the dress. He takes a piece of the dress and he stains the dress with his own blood. So he can, like, pull it out later and be like, Oh, look, I found this blood-stained piece of your dress. Or is it wine? He also suggests. <laughs> yeah, because the wine at the dinner is very bad. <laughs> wine coolers all around but they're con- confronting the scientist and he's like i was working more like on- sauvignon blah oh yeah not my best <laughs> no you didn't uh <laughs> you are you kidding me uh um so he he came up with a formula and essentially asked well like went into agreement with him to develop it and then said never mind and then this scientist read in the in the trade papers that uh a formula was being developed by Astwell and then he's like oh that's my formula and so he's trying to get it back and sabotage the whole thing because he he's getting swindled mm-hmm. yeah and they're like oh okay um and then it's the parlor reveal after this, right? Yeah, I was gonna say that we should. There's um, there's a scene with Charles, um, where he tells him the truth in that he's still arrested, and Charles tells him the truth, and then it's the parlor reveal, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we should take a break. Hey everybody, this is the ad break. Oh, here we are. Well, that's unavoidable. We're in the zone. A- yeah, we're in the void again. Oh. Close, oh, close the door. <laughs> Truly. What are you doing in the void all the time? <laughs> <laughs> it's a void, it ain't got no door, has it? 
<laughs> so if you want to go to scavengersnetwork.com, oh. perused um, some of the finery there, you can. they got a Twitch channel. They're an affiliate now. Go check out Scavengers Network on twitch.tv. And you can... Um, Check out, they have many podcasts, uh, and you can check those out. Historical Hotties, I'm Melissa and I have been on. Spooky Spouses, Myth Takes, which is an actual play podcast that's ramping up. It's doing really fun. I really um, like how Myth Takes sounds like... Mistakes? Yeah. Yes. Very I know fun. it's on. it has to have been on purpose. 100%. <laughs> it's 100%. Speaking of newsies, the, you can listen to... Newsies Minute on scavengenetwork.com. Um, and I'm going to read the description to you now as soon as it, I, I'm done stalling for time. Um, Newsies Minute. <clears throat> <clears throat> the throat clearing really makes it good. <clears throat> In 1992, the year I was born, oh a lo- that's me editorializing. They don't <laughs> have that in the copy. <laughs> The year Tristan Miller was born. <laughs> As it would come to be known once his fame and fortune abound. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, you launched the career AG. of the McElroys, so it makes sense. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there is BC, AD, and AT. Um, lots, the lots of Disney studios echoed with the voices of Newsy peddling the songs of Alan Menken, Jack Feldman, and other giants of the movie musical world. Uh, yeah, they just talk about newsies. That's great. I, I gave up. It's like two paragraphs. Sounds pretty old. Oh, that's... Oh. oh. Just kidding. I'll listen. But, but like in a good way. Yeah. Oldsies, but a goodsies. <laughs> um... You can go to our teespring.com slash the mill. Get some merchandise there that we have. It's in the show notes. Check it out. I've I've said my piece. Oh, one more thing, Rich. Our one patron that gives us more than $10. I'm legally required to say butt soup every episode from until he stops. It's a curse. Butt soup. Okay. <laughs> Talk to your boyfriend about it. It's not my fault that I have to keep saying butt soup, butt soup. Like, yeah, but, know, like, oops. is it like butt soup? Or is it like butt soup? No, there's okay. two T's. Yeah, it's like butt soup. That's the one. Okay. Also known as ass water. And... <laughs> I'm out. Ugh. Uh, but before I go, get out of my swamp. Before I climb to the surface, let me tell you <laughs> that we are that we are on social media on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram with the pictures at ADC Pod. That is at ADC Pod, like the initials of our podcast name with Pod after it. And you can find us there, and it's very fun. And you can engage with us, talk to us, because we know that you have things to say. Nice things. Only nice things. 
Uh, and uh, if you want to be a member of the Facebook group, the Amateur Detective Club, please answer the questions. Please? Please? We need you to answer the questions so we know that you're you. Hey there, sexy mamas and jive turkeys. You got some scratch mm -hmm. to spend? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Melissa said, mm-hmm, like you were addressing <laughs> her. <laughs> I'm like, which one are you, Melissa? Both? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, I do believe I'm a sexy mama. Please continue. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tyler. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> He had his whole thing ready. I was so Do ready it, to go. Just take two. Take two. From the top or just keep going? No, no. From the okay. top. Let's take it from the top. <clears throat> B marker and action. Hey there, sexy mamas and jive turkeys. You know where to spend your scratch? Head on over to patreon.com slash ADCPod. Become an ace gumshoe for $10 per month, where you can place an ad for your business or for yourself. You can also receive early access to shows, plus bonus episodes and content. Anything below $10 makes you a real cold sucker. But you can still <laughs> give us... $3, you can become a private investigator where you don't get to place an ad, but you'll still receive early access to all the shows plus bonus episodes and content. $4 a month makes you an amateur sleuth where you just receive bonus episodes and content. Check us out again at patreon.com slash ADCPod. No words can describe the masterpiece that I've just witnessed. It's true. It's left us uh, speechless. It's so funny. <laughs> funny. All right, so they've gathered yeah. as an office reveal. They go through the motives one by one, uh, which is obviously the formula. Then uh, being um, cut off. Yep, being yeah. cut off. Victor had a reason as well. Um, I think it was also like it uh, was about the formula, just more so in the handling and the selling of the license for the formula. Yeah, because Victor doesn't want him to sell the formula to Nazis, which is like a normal thing. Yeah, and there's also to not you do. know the fact that he wants to bone his brother's wife. There's yeah. that too. Mm -hmm. There is could that be as a well. motiv motivating factor there. Again, like Ham, mm -hmm. like Hamlet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hey, I'm gonna let it. them be. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean, like those are just really the motives that people have. Yeah. Yeah. And then, in a crazy twists of events, it's none of those people. It's in fact Troifus, who there's some. 
addendum in the contract that he that he signed where he he potentially could get no money if there was like if he if it didn't sell yeah, uh, if because in order for him to make money it had to be produced by Astwell Industries right and since there was already a competitor on the markets and there was also people like the formula had leaked already to Germany um they uh he was like Meh. like yeah I I need to make sure that Astwell does this I guess yeah it was a little weak sauce to me yeah and he also hates him everyone hates he's Ruben. he's just the worst i mean that's completely fair mm-hmm. he he's got a very like murderable personality yeah like i just <laughs> think <laughs> i thank god there were no animals in this episode because i feel like he would have kicked one like he's just that type yeah. of dude uh, he's like disney villain bad like yeah Okay, so once an episode, Melissa, you slam two words together that should not go, and it just is so fun. It's so delightful. It's It comes out of me not thinking of the actual word for anything at all. But, hey, baby, has anyone ever told you you got a real murderable personality? Uh, so, yeah, he did it for money. Yeah. Money is the motivator. And then he gets, yeah, he gets carted away. Do we do we have like a sting at the end? Like, do we, we get a fun? We have um, Hastings on the golf course, and Mrs. Oh. Lemon tries to hypnotize him to uh, get a hole in one. Oh yeah, yes, this is the best, and he does. Yeah. And, and he does. Poirot has like and this says, really dope cane. That like also okay. has like a tele like uh, not a telescope. Uh, um, uh, yeah, that's what. Okay. Yeah, it's amazing. It's the I coolest cane that. ever, except for I, sword canes. I somehow missed that. I'll have to look. Go it back and look real at the episode. Like it's a good canes cane. are to Poirot what umbrellas are to the penguin. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. they yes. look similar. Also. David Suchet should play the penguin at some yeah. point. Wow, that would That'd be, be really a really... Good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have Colin Farrell, which is a fascinating choice. I'm deeply curious. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, with uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman that's coming out? I think out. he'll be fair. Oh, my gosh, that's right. Oh, ah. I'm calling it quits. <laughs> Well, you don't have uh, that power. I call the meeting to order, and I will say when this that's, <laughs> And it, I would imagine we should probably rate it first. I want to say one okay. more thing. Uh, yes. It is that Hastings does, when he makes the, the goal, he does go, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, da, 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 da. Oh, I forgot. They, they do an insane thing. in What are the like dramatic push-ins? They do a freeze frame in this episode. They push in on Poirot's face and then they freeze frame because they clearly didn't have more of the shot and they were like, we need to tease it out. Wow. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah they never do that in the show. It's true. Yeah, it was very funny, very, very out of character. Uh, yeah. But yeah, what are we giving this one? I'll go. I give it a 3.5. 
That's fine. Like, it was pretty fun. It was a little, it got a little muddled at the end there for me because just so many people wanted to kill him and so many people seemed to have better motives than this guy. Um, oh, there's this whole thing with, it gets very deep into, like, Lily and her backstory and, like, how she was actually had a different name and she like changed it on her references so that people wouldn't recognize her name and then it's like yeah doesn't she has a german name because she's brothers with christian bale from newsies well, sister uh, <laughs> sibling, yeah siblings yeah uh so she had to she had to change that so that she could get hired and like snoop around but uh but yeah so it kind of takes some like weird weird turns in the plot for me that I didn't, you know, wasn't totally on board with. It wasn't uh, the best for me ever, but there's a lot of fun bits. The whole hypnosis thing is great. Uh, Miss Lemon's wearing a real cool outfit on the golf course. Um, But yeah, it was, it was fun. Uh, I had a good time and it wasn't the best ever, but it was a good episode. I'm so mad at myself. Mm. Over the mis- error made just moments ago with the brother <laughs> thing. Mm. I could have oh. said, brother, you hardly know her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have to have at least three of those yeah, per episode. You know, comedy rule of three. Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, Satan <laughs> comes after me and is like, the bargain, the bargain. Ugh. <laughs> 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 Um, I give it a three. It's a perfectly serviceable episode of Poirot. There's a mystery. There are some fun characters. There are some very fun moments. What I do like, I'm going to give it a 3.5 for this reason. Poirot, uh, Hastings is actually helpful. Yeah. And good. And it's really nice. And it was really nice to see that. And I hope we see some more from it. Um, but yeah, it's a perfectly serviceable episode. Nothing particularly egregious nor fantastic. I give it a 4.5. Oh. I have not enjoyed Poirot this much since probably like season two. Ooh. Oh. That's a fair like point. This, like, I had so much fun with it. It was far from like a perfect <laughs> mystery, but like it was, I just had such a great time and I was like engaged throughout. Like there were moments like of fuzziness for me and the recounting of it, but like, through no fault of the performers on the show, but, like, some of, like, the episodes that we've watched more recently have been kind of, like, there's a bit of, like, it reaches a bit of a slog at points. Some of the episodes are mm. just like, uh, okay. And then, like, I'll get back into it. This, like, I was just engaged throughout from beginning to end. I had a great time. I agree with everything that you both have said earlier about the episode. Um... I also, even though I knew who the killer was, I still, like, I need, like, not until the end that I really get, like, the motivation. And the motivation still was weak sauce, as uh, Melissa (laughs) pointed out before. But, like, I also forgot that he was at the dinner. Yeah. So, because my thing in figuring it out was, like... 
oh, he's at the parlor reveal. He obviously did it because where has he been this entire episode? So yeah. why is he here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Inter- uh, he gets interviewed by Poirot at some point, which we failed to mention, but it just doesn't matter because it doesn't yeah, go anywhere. Because, like, you see right. him like the least of all the suspects. So when he showed up in the final mm-hmm. scene, it was like, oh, obviously it's him. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And to your point, Tyler, I think I'm grading it on a scale of like, this is a, a standard like episode of Poirot. It's good compared to like everything else we've been watching. Like it's it's back to the same quality, the standards to which I hold the show. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, I, I agree with you that way. Uh, that The previous season had, and I think a lot of it had to do with the runtime, just was kind of exhausting. Yeah. yeah. No f- fault of. I mean, I guess the writers and the edit, like, I don't know. It's it's also really hard to adapt novels, which is what they yeah, were doing. Yeah, and it's also hard to adapt short stories as well and then stretch them out to movie mm-hmm. length as well. Yeah. So it, Yeah. I mean, I... I, I mean, I didn't really have my... I was just going to reiterate what I just said, so... Yeah. Jump on in. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, in the last... in. In season four, ABC Murders, I felt, was the most successful mm-hmm. and the one I enjoyed the most. And then it just kind of, you know. But this is actually also uh, for, ad- adapted from a short story that was in a uh, magazine at mm-hmm. some point. Oh, wow. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it was two words in that case. The underdog, as opposed to this, which is underdog. I really shattered that there. Um <laughs> But yeah, it was in Mystery Magazine and then in London Magazine. I'm so sorry. Could you imagine? Just Poirot, I can't explain to you why I'm innocent, but you have to believe me. <laughs> like, he'd be so good. Yeah. I now call this meeting of the... Nope, I don't yet. Next week on... Oh, yeah. Amateur Detective Club. Pardon me. We are talking about Poirot Season 5... Episode three, which I'm bringing up right now, which is uh, the yellow iris. A man celebrates the two year anniversary of his wife's sudden death by cyanide while in Argentina, a death which Poirot himself had witnessed, but could not solve in time. Uh, This sounds great. I'm very excited about it. I don't know the story. I just don't know why I was cut off when I was going to say I now call this meeting of the Amateur Detective Club to tell us about next week's episode. Obviously. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. A perfectly normal sentence that we say every week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Melissa, can you read back the minutes for me of last week? <laughs> can we can we get our someone to confirm that? Ugh. I'm just see me glaring at you yeah. doesn't work on a podcast, does it? It truly doesn't. But she gave me a look that I haven't seen in years. <laughs> By um, which I mean since last week. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right, but I now truly call this meeting of the Amateur Detective Club to a close. Gavel sound. What you doing in there for so long? Gladys, no. 